Hey y'all, welcome to another edition of Chats from the Blog Cabin, the show where I invite people into the blog cabin to chat about life. Guess what folks, I lied. I said there wasn't going to be another episode that started for the business series, but after interviewing Sarah, I decided to sneak her in, and after this episode, I'm going to start with those episodes for Black History Month. Um... Her episode was too good to hold on to. So, after listening to her, she is an entrepreneur that juggles multiple businesses as well as a five and a half month old daughter and a menagerie of four rescue kittens, or cats, I should say, not kittens because they're full, full blown, um, full grown cats, and a dog very active lifestyle and she gives back to her community with her husband and this is a really interesting chat that we had and honestly the very beginning i was kind of like okay well she sounds like she has it all and as the more and more we got talking and she started talking about all her other companies she started talking about the things that she does to give back to the community and if i had known this because this was not in her bio at all I would have started off with that at first because I'm very big about giving back to the community. That was something that my dad, who was no longer with us, is really instilled in all of all of my sisters and myself. So I told her after we got off the interview that giving back to the community was definitely something that I wish I had known that she did because we totally would have had this interview. We would have talked about that first and then talked about the company later. So, um, I hope you really enjoyed my chat with Sarah and you know, I need you to do right now. That's right. Start listening. Welcome back to another edition of Chats from the Blog Cabin. Today, I'm joined by Sarah, who basically, I think you are a busy mom. You're an entrepreneur. You're basically everything rolled into one. So, Sarah, tell us about yourself before we talk about your business. Yeah, absolutely. So, my name is Sarah Bomar. My husband and I live in Iowa with our dog, four cats, and five and a half month old daughter. We are certified fitness uh, nutrition specialists, certified personal trainers. I am a prenatal and postpartum fitness trainer. Um, Let's see, we own about a dozen businesses. The one that takes up the majority of our time is our supplement company, Balmer Nutrition. We are avid outdoorsmen. We are bow hunters. Um, We love to travel, all the things. Wow. So, Wow, you have how how old is your daughter? You said five and a half months. Wow, how do you yeah. fit all that in with a five and a half month old? A lot of lists. Um, we have a great team of people that 
work with us um, across all of our businesses. But yeah, it's just a lot of time management, doing multiple things at once, cardio while I'm doing emails, you know, trying to just do all the things all the time. So let's talk about how we can create achievable health and fitness goals because you're all about health and fitness. Yes, absolutely. I think the most important thing with achieving fitness goals is that it needs to be worked into your daily routine. It might not be practical to wake up at five in the morning for you to go to the gym and lift and do cardio before work. It might not be an option. The The thing that you're going to actually stick to and enjoy is what's going to fit in your lifestyle. So that might mean buying a treadmill desk for work and being able to walk your, you know, five miles while you're on your computer or getting a bike desk or working out during lunch, working out in the morning, whatever can fit into your schedule is what's going to actually stick and how you're actually going to be able to see those changes over the long run. I know with a lot of people now that are working from home, they're, they're stuck basically tied to a computer all the time, mm -hmm. especially with kids now, and they're having to do virtual learning. So what are some of the tips that you can give parents that are like stuck at home working and they've got kids with them now, so they're not able to get out? For sure. The number one thing I would recommend is definitely blue light glasses. I've got them on and I think I can see the reflection mm -hmm. in yours as well. Um, so blue light glasses are huge. It's even on the phone, they make blue light screens. I think that is huge, especially for children. But then too, um, like I mentioned, that treadmill desk, they make desks um, that have bike attachments as well. So being able to kill two birds with one stone and walk while you're doing emails, or you could be on the bike, your kids could be on the bike, you can make it a fun game for them too to work off some energy while they're on their classes and watching and learning. Just being able to have that movement, like we live in Iowa and I'm looking out the window and there's 15 inches of snow out there right wow. now. I'm not gonna go outside and walk. So I definitely need you know, an alternative to be able to get my exercise in, especially with a newborn at home. I don't have that kind of time or the desire to go to the gym and be there for an hour and a half like I did before I had her. So it's all about making, like I said, making it work for you and your daily lifestyle. And right now, like you said, there, you said there's so much snow outside. You don't always make the right choices as, as well as food goes. You just kind of want to just watch Netflix and veg basically, right. <laughs> yeah. and eat chips while you're watching or popcorn or chocolate or ice cream and just veg out on the couch. So what okay. choices can we do there? Um, as far as diet, I just think, you know, there's so many there's so much information out there as far as healthy alternatives to recipes. I utilize Pinterest a ton when it comes to like snack foods and things like that. I make a lot of homemade stuff. That way I actually know what's in the snack that I'm wanting. And I think too, it's a, I think people have this misconception with snacking that it's just mindless and you know you can just do it endlessly. And if you've got fitness goals, you do need to account for those snacks. And there are a ton of healthy snack options out there, but making sure you're getting enough fiber in throughout the day will actually keep you fuller longer. So one of our supplements with Bomer Nutrition is we actually have a or a fiber product that is proven, fiber is proven to increase satiety, which means you will actually be fuller for longer throughout the day. You'll make better choices and you won't have that mindless snacking, you know, mentality. And we always, we always say, if you don't buy it, and you don't keep it in the house, then you can't snack on it. So I've been utilizing 
online grocery shopping for about two years now. And that has helped me so much in, you know, actually ordering what I need and not going to the store. We're very visual creatures. And if we see it, we're like, oh, now I need it. But if you don't see it, you're probably not going to end up ordering it. I know one of the things I always tell my husband, because he does the grocery shopping is buy the small bags, like the little, right. like, don't buy the big bags because you know, when you buy the big bag of potatoes, yep. <laughs> the big bag of popcorn, you don't stop. But if you buy the small individual bags, then you stop at that one bag. For sure. Absolutely. So that's one of the tips I always tell him. Yeah. But no, he's like, oh no, but you get more. This less that way. I'm like, yeah, but it does. But I'll eat it all. This is when you're for a baby. Oh, one right. of the many. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so how did how did you become an entrepreneur? Why did you decide to work for yourself? Yeah. So it's really funny. So my husband went to school for exercise physiology and he was an academic and athletic All-American in track and field. And he's always kind of had an entrepreneurial mindset. I went to school for marketing. So I have my undergrad and my master's in marketing. And I was working actually at a digital marketing agency in from 2012 to 2014. And I was starting to grow my social media following but fitness was just kind of like a hobby for me. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't ever a goal to do it full time. It was more just, you know, fun. It's still fun, but it was just something that I would do after work. And I got invited to work the Arnold Sports Festival, which is the largest fitness convention in the world. I was asked to work it with one of my sponsors at the time. And I was living in Toledo. The Arnold is in Columbus every single year. And Saturday night of the Arnold, it's a three-day show. I was at the gym. I needed to work out. I'd worked the expo all day. And my husband broke the golden rule. He hit on me at the gym during my workout. And we just started talking. And I asked him what he did. And he said that he was an entrepreneur. He owned his own fitness company. And then it just like a light bulb switch. And I'm like, what? Like, I didn't know that you could like do that full time. It had never been presented to me. And after that, I quit my job. I moved to Columbus like two weeks later and the rest is just kind of history. So what tips would you give people that want to do entrepreneurship? Oh gosh, honestly, it's just having a, having the following first, I think is really important because that following is going to drive the demand. I think it's really hard to create a product and then create a following or the demand for it afterwards. I also think it's very important to have a solid marketing foundation. There's a ton of books out there. There's a ton of free podcasts. Like I said, there's so much inform. We live in such a world of so much information. You can almost get a college degree on YouTube. It's just about putting forth the effort to actually sit down and watch those videos and take notes and learn instead of watching TV or just scrolling on your phone. Um, I think those are just very important tasks, you know, tasks to mm -hmm. do. Um, reading is always great. Obviously not everyone enjoys reading, which is why they have audible books. You can watch the YouTube. Um, we do have a book. It's a social media marketing book called zero to a million with, without showing your butthole. And, <laughs> um, that's an Amazon bestseller. So it's, it's definitely just the effort that it, that it takes. And then having a very, intelligent foundation on you know what it takes cost wise to start up a company some people can just offer services to which there's very little cost to them 
some people obviously sell products. So you just need to be aware of lead times, logistics, manufacturers, um, inventory. There's just so many costs that go into owning a business, especially when you have products that I think a lot of people don't take into account. So you almost need to take a step back and say, okay, how much is this actually going to cost me? Look at the market, look at the industry, see what makes your product or service different. That way you can actually sell it to people. Why did you come up with the name of the book? Cause that is cracking me up right I now. Um, <laughs> I know. Um, so for us, so I started fitness Instagram in about 2012 and it was before video. It was before stories. It was just photos, which is just crazy to me. And there is a way to grow a social media following using you know sexuality which if that's what you want to do that's what you want to do but in in our findings over the last almost decade the people who build a following based on you know their way the a sexual representation of their body they may gain a lot of followers but they necessarily don't have a ton of influence over those followers so my personal instagram i have um, over 1.2 million followers and based on my instagram analytics almost 80 percent of my followers are women which is incredible so it for me like the title of the book my husband and i co-wrote it and it's more or less just giving giving young girls hope that if they do want to grow a social following you don't have to compromise what you believe in to do that you can do it through content you can do it through high quality you know helpful information for people so that's kind of what the book's all about it's 15 chapters it gives you like homework assignments at the end of each chapter to go through and really dissect why you're following other people and then not necessarily copy that but emulate it in a way to where you can make it your own so basically you're saying that sex doesn't sell, you know, you have to be authentic to who you are. Yeah. I mean, it, it definitely, sex can sell as far as like gaining a following, but mm -hmm. in our, you know, in our experience, just with working with different athletes um, with Bomber Nutrition, the ones that do the best are the ones that are putting out helpful content and not, you know, overly sexualized photos. Wow. Mm -hmm. So you have a five and a half month old. Yes. So you're stuck. Are you stuck? Are you, you're in where? What state are you in again? We're in Iowa. Iowa. Because I was yeah. going Idaho or Iowa. Right. Everyone does that. Yeah. <laughs> um, how is COVID out there for you? Um, COVID, it's funny because we're very, we live out in the country. Everyone is already kind of spread out out here. Um, it's obviously a very, you know, serious thing as it is in every state for us. We really, we've stayed at home. We've worked from home since 2014. So working from home and, you know, remaining here isn't, it's not really anything new for us. Um, there's mask mandates everywhere, but, you know, our gyms are still open. Everything is still operating as normal, just with some shifts in, you know, in rules and regulations. So do you have tips for moms? during COVID because obviously moms are pulling their hair out right now. Yes. Um, for me, like I said, it's, it's honestly just about 
finding what can work for you. So I will do my cardio before the baby wakes up in the morning. My husband will do his cardio after the baby goes down to sleep at night. And over the summer before she was born, we made the decision to invest into a lot of gym equipment for our own personal home gym. And she loves being down there. The lights are really fun for her, the movement, we, you know, the songs, the music, she loves it all. So I think it's just incorporating your baby and what you want to do into your daily life. Like I mentioned, the treadmill desk, like I work on that all the time. That allows me to get in my steps and my movement during the day and not have to split it up. I don't have to work and then go do cardio. Okay. On that note, I want to stop and do a brief commercial. Okay. You good with that? Yeah. Which is great because it's actually a COVID related commercial. Perfect. Schools closing their doors again this year due to the COVID-19 pandemic is devastating for students, parents, and educators. Beyond that, it has disproportionately challenged low-resource school systems, further revealing educational and health inequities among communities. Teachers and parents are searching for tools that will enable schools to reopen, but many of these solutions are expensive and time-consuming. To ease the magnitude of challenges faced by high-need school districts, we can provide a simple solution that has a deep impact. I'm Della, the founder of Nestle Space. Nestle provides easy, beautiful, health-centered design that adapts to any environment. We design products that are attentive to bodily experience, emotional health, and ergonomics, including our portable, touchless handwashing station. Our handwashing stations bring running water anywhere with an outlet, accompanied by ergonomic design. Because no plumbing is required, our portable stations can be placed in classrooms, gymnasiums, lobbies, libraries, and beyond. The CDC has identified handwashing as a critical mitigation measure for schools during the pandemic. However, as evidenced by the high number of schools that have reached out to us over the last six months, many schools do not have prolific access to running water in classrooms and in other areas which they need to repurpose as classrooms in order to increase social distancing during the pandemic. We know schools are short on resources, dollars, space, and time. We can help, but we need your help to do so. We'd like to supply our Nestle Kids handwashing stations at no cost to selected public schools in need. Our first goal is to distribute these to 10 school districts. We are asking for your help to simply cover our production and shipping costs. Together, we believe we can help students more safely return to where they thrive most, at school. In these crazy times, we thank you for considering this and for your generosity. We believe that by helping support each other, we can make a positive impact in a very hard time. Again, thank you for your support. We hope you and yours stay well. And we're back. We're talking to Sarah. She's a lifestyle guru and CEO of several companies. So Honestly, I don't know how with all your fur babies and your real baby, you still have time to do everything and still work out and still look fabulous. Thank you. Just a lot, honestly, a lot of lists. Like I said, we have a good team of people and it's just all about time management. So how did you bill your Instagram to over a million followers? Oh my gosh. I, like I said, I started fitness Instagram back in 2012 and it was 
before video. It was literally just all photos, which is crazy to think of where the app has evolved since then. But it was, I started by sharing recipes. I was competing at the time in bodybuilding competitions and I was just sharing healthy recipes with my followers. And it just kind of started to grow from there. When I met my husband is about the time when they released the video function of Instagram. And I was able to film his workouts. He was able to film mine. We only had 15 seconds. There was no swipe. There was no reels. There was no IGTV. There was no live. It was literally just 15 seconds. And it just kind of, honestly, it really exponentially grew when I met Josh, just because he did go to school for exercise physiology. And we were able to help one another grow our followings individually. Do you have any tips for people that might want to grow their Instagram? Uh, the book for sure is a huge help, but um, just provide helpful content. Like I think the most important thing in that book is look at why you are following other people and whether it's travel or you have a cool hedgehog that you want to make a hedgehog Instagram or, you know, fitness, look at why you are following the bloggers that you are and look at why you're following those people. And you can take what's already working and use that to your advantage. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. So if you're following a blogger that you really like, is it because she posts a lot on her story and you feel like you know her? Is it because she posts high quality photos with good lighting and a good Lightroom preset? Is it because you relate to her children and you know she has a husband and she posts recipes in a crock pot that make your life easier? The amount of helpful content that's out there it, it's not like there's a there's a cap on it we can all be helpful in our own way and put our own spin on it so let's talk about your nutrition company what exactly mm -hmm. is that what in, what does it encompass for sure so Walmart nutrition started actually three years ago this january which is crazy um and we started with protein hot chocolate. So we were living in Columbus, Ohio at the time. And I was using, I was trying to find a way to make hot chocolate without, you know, 40 grams of sugar. Mm. So I was using a different chocolate protein from another company and it was okay. It wasn't really the best, but it was enough to satisfy my craving. And Josh, my husband was like, what are you doing? And I was like, cause I was like heating up protein in the microwave, which is like kind of gross to think about. And I was like, I'm making hot chocolate, but with protein powder. And he's like, we could like formulate a protein to be heated up and like market that. And I kind of fought him for a little bit. I'm like, that's kind of silly. Like other people can like, just do what I'm doing. And he's like, no, we can actually do this. And so we spent two years working on formulating a protein powder that could withstand heat and not denature. And last through three years ago, January, we launched protein hot chocolate and we only ever intended to launch just the one product. And we thought we had enough inventory for six weeks. Turns out we only had enough for eight days. And we learned really quickly about manufacturing lead times and how painful it was to be sold out of things and how we needed to put in restock orders before things sold out. It was a great learning curve for us. Um, but based on the customer reviews of protein hot chocolate, so many people were asking for more. And our intent, like I said, was only to launch protein hot chocolate. So fast forward to today, I think we have um, 150 SKUs between all of our protein powders, 
We have whey protein. We have an egg-based protein powder for all the dairy-free people out there. We have a vegan protein powder for all of the vegans. We have protein bars, protein nut butters, collagen, fish oil, probiotics, fiber, greens, a nootropic, um, trying to think. Those are kind of the hot ones. And supplements help fill the gaps in your diet. If your diet is perfect, you don't need supplements. I'd be hard pressed to find anyone whose diet couldn't benefit from somehow filling the gap, whether it be fiber, fish oil, your omegas, a probiotic, a protein. A lot of people view protein, especially women, as it's going to make me bulky. I've been trying to get bulky since 2012. I can assure every female out there that protein powder is not going to make you bulk in any way. Um, it's just a way to get in more protein powder. Protein should not be viewed any different as having, you know, five ounces of chicken or a few eggs. It's simply a way to fill in that nutritional gap. And we come out with really unique flavors, which is fun for us. We have, you know, cookies and cream, protein, chocolate, almond, coconut, carrot cake, frosted cookie, mint chocolate chip, um, cherry pie. I mean, what the sky's the limit with protein powder. It's really fun for us to formulate. And like I said, it's, it's great for busy moms. It's great to throw a bar to throw in a lunchbox. It's great to put in your coffee in the morning, replace that creamer. There's so many benefits to utilizing the supplements that we have. So what, what, like, what are the benefits of using the supplements? Yeah. So it just honestly depends on the supplement itself. I do have a full podcast on um, the Balmar show, which is what supplements do I need because not everyone needs every supplement. So for me, I eat a lot of fish throughout the week. So I don't necessarily need to supplement with an additional fish oil product, but let's just take fiber. For example, the, um, the recommended fiber dosage is 14 grams for every thousand calories that you're eating. So if you're eating 2000 calories a day, you need about 28 grams of fiber. It's our findings that majority of people are under fibering themselves mm -hmm. and supplementing with a fiber supplement can help you not be so bloated. Your 70% of your immune system stems from your gut. So if you can help regulate and repair any leak, any leaky gut syndrome, if you can, you know, repair those microbials with fiber or with our colon cleanse product, you you'll just see so many benefits outside of, you know, not being so bloated, you'll feel fuller, you won't get as sick as often, which right now is great because everyone's just trying to improve their immune system. So yeah, there's, there's a ton of incredible benefits to every single supplement that we offer. So what do you mix them with? Um, it just depends. So the protein itself, a lot of people will mix it in water. I just do water because it's easy. Almond milk, any sort of milk. Um, a lot of girls and men too will do it in hot coffee. So they'll actually replace their creamer with a scoop of protein. So you're getting 22 grams of protein in in the morning with your coffee, which is amazing. It's equivalent to eating three to four whole eggs. And it's like a meal in a cup, which is amazing. Um, you know, we have pre-workout, we have collagen. People will mix their collagen and their greens in a fruit smoothie in the morning. Um, you can bake with our protein, which is actually really cool. So we have a dessert recipe book that's got over a thousand recipes. They're all protein powder based. So things like waffles, cookies, um, donuts, everything. It's all protein powder based. So it's just a great alternative 
if you have if you're having those cravings to replace it and use our protein powder instead. Now, are these low carb as well? Are they yes. keto friendly? Yep, yep. So our protein powders are all under two grams of carbs. The protein bars are about 18 grams of carbs. So I wouldn't necessarily consider those, you know, keto friendly or low carb, but they are a great option if you aren't on a low carb diet and all but two of our protein powders are gluten-free as well. Our bars are all gluten-free, which is great. Um, the majority of our nut butters are gluten-free and I know that's really important for a lot of people as well. That was my next question was yeah. only gluten-free. Because <laughs> <Yep. laughs> I know there's a lot of sensitivities out there in the world now. For sure, yep. So we do our best to you know accommodate for everyone. Wow. I mean, that, from what you were saying, you thought about almost every flavor, almost every sensitivity. Yeah. <laughs> you Just as you were naming all the flavors, I was like, man, it's hungry. For <laughs> I'm sure. Hungry. Yeah. That, and that's honestly like when we go down to our manufacturer to formulate flavors, we honestly just come up with ideas of things that sound good to us. And so we just assume that they'll sound good to others. When we formulated our carrot cake protein, for example, we bought a carrot cake from the Cheesecake Factory, had it sitting in the office, and we tested against that product to ensure that it actually tasted as good as it could. When we make our essentials, you know, if we, we did a lemonade tea, we had several different brands of, you know, lemonade tea that we tested against just to ensure that everything that we make tastes exactly what it says it is. Has there ever been one product that when you made it, you're like, no, that doesn't yes. pass the test. Yes, several. Um, yeah, several proteins. I don't disclose them because I'm hoping like in the future we can actually get them to work. But yeah, there's been some where we just sit there for hours and we're like, okay, we're just trying. We're switching flavor companies. We switch the, you know, the sweetener in there. We switch all kinds of stuff and it just it just doesn't seem to work. But there's some that I'm still hopeful for. But yeah, there's definitely been some where I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is not. You're like, this is probably the worst thing I've ever tasted. Yeah, or it's like, it's like flavor X, but it tastes like something completely different. Like we were working on one flavor and it's like state fair related. So it was going to be a summer flavor. Mm -hmm. Didn't taste anything like what we thought it would. It, it just kept tasting like buttered popcorn. And I'm like, this doesn't even make sense of why this would taste like this. So yeah, it's, it's definitely fun to, you know, try to get those flavors to work. Now is the only where place that people can get it is through your company or can they buy it anywhere? So we strictly do direct to consumer. It allows us to keep our ingredient quality high with our prices low. We do have several smaller mom and pop supplement stores and single owned gyms that carry our products. Um, we actually do have a locator on our website as well, but 99% of our sales come directly through our website. And how can they purchase? Do they have to purchase a case or can they buy a single item? Oh, no, you can, you can buy a single item. So we actually, we know that people have tried supplements before and they may not have liked the, the product. And so they, and then it just becomes a waste because the tub, you can't really, you know, return it. You've opened it already. So we actually have single serve sample packs of all of our products available. And so you can buy those before you commit to a tub, which is great. And then we also sell them in kits. So if you're like, man, I don't even know where to start. You can just buy a kit and all of our samples that we have will come straight to you. And then you can pick from there, which ones are your favorite. 
So take us through the process of, okay, you've come up with an idea. How long from the time you have an idea to the time that it actually goes to the manufacturer and gets produced to where it goes on the website? For sure. Um, I think the, the thing that takes the longest is the protein bars. They are about six months from an idea to actually being able to sell them. So for example, I had, we have a new bar flavor coming out in the middle of February. And I had the idea before I had my baby. So, and she's almost six months old. So mm -hmm. it's quite the process. So for the bars, for example, we have the flavor idea. We email our research and development team at our bar manufacturer. They run through all of their R&D. They then send us um, two to three samples of the same flavor, just version one, version two, and version three. If one of those versions is perfect, we sign off on it. They then provide us the nutritionals, the allergens, all of the information that has to go on the label itself. And then our graphics team will work on the bar um, wrapper. And then also we sell them in boxes of 12 as well as individually. So they also have to design the box. And then both of those have to be reviewed and approved by the manufacturer. And then once that happens, they we submit a PO, so we submit a purchase order. And I then submit purchase orders for the wrappers and the display boxes. And then it's kind of a waiting game after that. Most of the time it takes about two to three months to get all of the ingredients in for the bars. And what's great about our bars is that they're baked. They're not molded. A lot of protein bars on the market are molded. Mm -hmm. They aren't baked in an oven. Ours are, which is incredible. It's very fun to watch. Our bar manufacturer can produce about 100,000 bars a day, which is an insane number. It's an amazing operation over there. And... So once we get on the manufacturing schedule, it's usually about two to three months after that. And then once they're manufactured, the bars then go through about a week of testing. So we test for microbials, we test for um, heavy metals, and then we also test to validate that what's in the product is what's actually on the label. And then once that is done, we then organize for the bars to be picked up dropped off to our warehouse. We then get our bars out to our top athletes and then we announce the flavor. And about a week after that, we actually can sell the product. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so you said you have bar manufacturers. So do you have different manufacturers for different products? Yes. Yep. So we have a bar manufacturer. We have a pill and capsule manufacturer. We have a powder manufacturer. We have a butter manufacturer, and then all of our samples are sent to an additional facility because they actually have the equipment to create those single serve sachet packets. So everyone's kind of got their expertise. And that's why, you know, it's not just like a one stop shop. Just because someone's good at powders doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be good at capsules. They can be, but for the most part, you know, everything's kind of divided. So do you have a certain, do you have certain like sections of each like marketing for each certain one? Like you have certain teams that handle like, no, you and your no husband? Every, yeah, everyone does. It's all under one umbrella. So everyone um, kind of handles all of that. And then as far as, you know, like marketing and like informative pieces, um, 
we have teams at the actual manufacturer if we have like a question on an ingredient or if we can make a certain claim what we can actually say it's very it's a very unregulated industry unfortunately um which is why we try to go above and beyond to earn people's trust with our manufacturing processes our facilities are gmp and fda certified and then we also test in third-party labs like i was saying for those microbials heavy metals and nutritional um information and they're all located in all in the U.S. Only U.S. Okay. Yep. Um, I was taking notes as you were talking. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, you know, I'm like, the shelf life of these products too. That's another thing. Yeah. Yep. So they vary. Um, the capsules are a little bit longer than everything else. The bars are a year. The protein is two years, and then everything outside of that is just kind of in between that year to two year range. I don't know how you keep it all straight. I mean, <laughs> lots of lists, honestly. <laughs> it seems like you're the list queen. Like, what do you get? What do you get her for Christmas? You get her a pad. I love, I love, like, I'm going to show you my, make sure I don't show anything proprietary, but like lists, all the lists, like every single day um, in my phone, in my notebook, on our, you know, we've got a lot of apps too. So we run the Monday app, which everyone on our team can actually see all the lists. We have the tasks that are listed, who's assigned to it, what the status is. So yeah, it's it's a lot of organization. So you talk about your team, how big is your company? Um, so we have, so we don't own our warehouse where everything is stored and then shipped. The warehouse itself, I think employs a few hundred people, but we're not the only ones in that warehouse. Mm -hmm. But as far as direct employees for all of our brands, we're at about 20 people. So you said all your brands. Yes. Is that under the Bomar Nutrition? Um, some. So Bomar Nutrition also encompasses Bomar Fitness, which is our online training that we do. We don't promote it a ton anymore just because Bomar Nutrition takes up so much of our time. Um, and then we also have companies in the outdoor space. So we have um, Bomar Archery, which is all of the outdoor products that we sell and manufacture. We have Bomar Bowhunting, which is our marketing and media company for our outdoor videos and social media, and then various companies. We own a trucking company that runs our products for us. We own, oh gosh, a home renovation um, business. We own, I have my own personal jewelry line that that's been a fun little project for me. Um, and then some other fun, companies that we are launching this year. We own a nonprofit called Kids in the Outdoors that gets um, inner city kids into you know the outdoors. We take them to shoot bows and fish and eat wild game and get to just experience what we kind of take for granted every single day. We also own Apex Protein Snacks, which is a partnership with one of our very good friends, Stephen McBee, and we sell beef jerky and meat sticks, all kinds of stuff through the Apex line. And yeah, and like I said, just a few other, you know, fun, fun businesses for this year that we're excited to launch. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, really? how do you have find the time? When do you sleep? <laughs> <laughs> a good team, honestly, like that's just what I can accredit it to. It does take an army to just manage everything. And we've been very blessed to find good people. So do you think your, your um, home renovation and your 
jewelry business is something mm -hmm. just to kind of get your creative juices flowing into. Yeah. So my husband's um, mother and stepdad actually run the home reno company. And my husband's dad actually runs the trucking company. So it's a way for us to give back to family. And then we also employ all three of my sisters throughout various aspects of our business. My my oldest sister runs customer service for all of our brands. The other two um, work on my personal blog and um, graphic work for us. So it's just a way for us to incorporate family into our companies. Would I ever have any interest in a semi-truck company? No, but my husband's father loves it. So it's, like I said, it's just a way for us to give back. But the jewelry has just been so fun for me. Like, it's just like a little side project and it allows me to, like you said, just like be a little more creative with, with my, my daily tasks. And it's probably too as a little stress reliever as well. It's something that kind of like it is. out of your own head, so it's not like numbers and you yeah. know, meetings and stuff like that. Oh, let yeah. me create a piece of jewelry, you know? Yeah, I love it, and I package everything for the jewelry company myself. I could ship it down to our warehouse, but I, like you said, I like enjoy those kinds of tasks throughout the day just to kind of break up the monotony of everything else. And I'm thinking the trucking company probably helps on cost for shipping as well. So for sure. Yep. So it's all, in, it's all intertwined. Um, and it's, it's been fun. And then uh, let's talk more about your nonprofit. I love yeah. here. So why so, did you guys come up with that? So kids in the outdoors, um, like I said, we are avid bow hunters and a lot of our friends are as well. I actually can't think of many close friends of ours that don't also um, bow hunt, which is great because we're able to give back. It's just a great charity for us to be able to take kids who otherwise probably would never be able to do those types of things. Our first event was back in September and we brought 30 um, inner city kids from Kansas City up to our friend Stevens farm in northern Missouri and on the bus ride up there They were infatuated with the cows. I'm like cows, but they had never seen them before So it's just wild to see like to see these experiences through children's eyes who who've never seen a cow They've never caught a fish before they've never eaten you know deer or rabbit and we played archery tag we played basketball with them and it's it's an ongoing organization to where it's not just all right we had you know we had fun for a day and a half see you later we work with a bunch of churches in Kansas City for eventually we'd love to obviously expand to the entire United States but for for where we are right now it's only about 6 months old so we do work with some churches in Kansas City and between those of us who are involved in the nonprofit if we if we get a deer and we don't have the freezer space for it, we'll actually donate it through the church. And then they'll be able to distribute the food to those who need it. So it's just an, like, it's an all encompassing organization. Eventually once COVID, once we get back to our normal, um, we will be taking longer weekend trips with some of these kids who continuously prove I'm staying out of trouble. I'm getting good grades in school. We're going to be following up with these kids throughout the school year and the summer and almost take them on these trips as a reward for just being outstanding citizens. And it's just really fun for us to be able to, to do that. And part of the sales through Apex actually goes directly into Kids in the Outdoors, which is awesome. 
I just love that. Yeah. There's a lot of companies that give back to the, For sure. The, I mean, that just, that just makes everything, you know, Absolutely. Honestly, I wish I'd known that because that's what we would have talked about first. <laughs> right. I know it. We're also launching another nonprofit this year, hopefully by March. I wish I could talk about it, but I can't yet. But it has to do with pets. So I have a very mm -hmm. soft spot for shelter animals. Um, I have volunteered at humane societies and animal shelters for about a decade now. All of my cats are, you know, rescues. Um, they're all just a bunch of misfits. So the nonprofit, the other nonprofit has to do with that, which will be really fun for us. So if, if since you can't talk about that, let's talk about, since you said all your animals are rescues, let's talk yes. about your rescues then. Yes. So I have four cats, um, Tom, Jerry, Barry and Weezer. Um, Tom, I found at a Humane Society in Toledo almost nine years ago. And then Jerry came to us. We were driving home from Cincinnati and we saw her on the side of the road and she was gross, matted. She couldn't open either of her eyes because she had such bad infections. And so we took her to the emergency vet. It cost an arm and a leg, but we were keeping her. There was no doubt about that. Um, Barry came to us from another animal shelter in Columbus. And then we moved from Columbus to here with the three cats. And then last summer we were graced with Weezer. He came, someone dumped him off at our house. I don't know why he's like the most loving cat in the world, but he started off as an outside cat. And then our dog arrow absolutely fell in love with him. So then he became an inside cat as soon as the first freeze hit. So yeah, it's, it's a full house over here. I totally get it. We have, um, three, well, a mama cat who ended up having babies. So we have two of her kittens that, mm -hmm. well, they're not kittens anymore. They're like four now, Yeah, but she was a stray. And then oh, yeah. we have one that kind of adopted us and my husband doesn't like him, but he's adopted me. He's always right here with us. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then That's we have crazy. two dogs inside. One was a rescue as well. So mm -hmm. I didn't get it. So there's like six menagerie, six for us. So oh yeah. <laughs> so yep. I get that. <laughs> it's a full house here, but we love it. Yeah. So is there anything you want to say before we wrap up? Uh, I can't think of anything. Um, if people want to find us, my Instagram is Sarah underscore Bomar. My husband is Josh Bomar. And then honestly, from there, you can really find anything. If you want to find the kids in the outdoors page, the nutrition page, any of the outdoor stuff, all of that can be found. I don't want to overwhelm people with like 400 different Instagram <laughs> handles to go find. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, if you find me or my husband, you'll find the rest of it. Yeah, because you have all these, all these different It's things. a lot. And even the cats have an Instagram. The dog has her own page. I mean, it's, it's, it's fun for us. So yeah, yeah. our dog has her own page. Yeah. The other one, not quite yet. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> So, Sarah, I want to thank you so much for joining us today. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. So, guys, we will see you on the next chat from the blog cabin. Bye, guys. Oh, I do not know how she does it, but I will say that she does credit her team and the people that she works with her, that works with her for an, a list and tons of lists. And she actually <laughs> held up her list to show me. And literally she had a list and it was like filled, that page was filled. Um, 
and that's right you really do have to have a team behind you um my mind was spinning when she was talking about how she has different manufacturing companies and different um warehouses for different products and i'm like how do you keep it straight how do you not go from okay we're doing nutrition bars today remember which warehouse is which because honestly i would not remember some days and i just come to the blog cabin and some days i don't even know what i'm working on i have to literally have a list in front of me to know what i'm going to be working on each day and i'm just i'm just a small company so she's got multiple companies so i really enjoyed chatting with sarah and i'm so grateful that she took the time out of her busy day and away from her daughter and her her animals and her husband and her companies and multiple companies to have the conversation with me and I hope you really got some value out of it um, women can do it all they do need help and it doesn't make you less than if you ask for help I think a lot of us think that you if you ask for help that you're less than but you're not um, and I hope you got that from her as well. She said, I, when I asked her the question, how do you do it all? She said, I make lots of lists and I have a really great team around me. And I love the fact that she employs the family around her as well. That it's not just her. It's her and her husband. And her husband's dad was really into trucks. So he runs the trucking company. Her, I think she said her husband's mom does something else. And then her sisters run her blogs. And so I think that's kind of a really cool um, thing so to have that envision there that vision for your family to go work for you that's really cool so I really hope that you enjoy this um, episode with Sarah um, I put all where you can find her at in the show notes and I really would love if you'd leave a rating or review and thank you so much for being part of the podcast family and you know what I need you to do right now that's right Start chatting.